It's 10 a.m., which means it's time for Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah, good morning. It is Utah Car Sense. As you just heard there, Mark Miller Subaru presenting sponsor. And uh, I'm Austin Horton. Jeff Miller not here today. Yep. Eric Jensen's here producing for us. Hey, Eric. But it's so good to have a birthday boy <laughs> in the house today. Oh, yes it is. Happy birthday to Roger Parkin. Thank you. You didn't think I knew about that, did you? Uh, you know, Facebook's a wonderful <laughs> place. Facebook tells <laughs> all the secrets. secrets, you know? <laughs> That's right. I used to really love my birthday because back when I was little, it was George Washington's birthday, and that was a holiday. And then oh. the Congress went and screwed it up and made it President's Day, no longer a day off for my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so Oh, I was bitter when that happened. Is today George Washington's birthday? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I think until I was about 10, I had a holiday on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Never had school, nothing. No school, nothing. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> well, uh, 28 years old. Again, oh, I wish. Roger Parkin. I wish. You got kid. a knee that's 28 years old now. I got a knee that'll last me another 30 years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now. I am definitely salvage rebuilt. If it can be removed, replaced, it probably has been. <laughs> I was going to say, you're, you're, you're half Darth Vader at this point, man. Oh, you, know, you don't know the truth of that. <laughs> um, in fact, our listeners that are familiar with the show, you they, they know that you're the uh, the surgery guinea pig of the of Utah oh. Carson's. How many surgeries did this make for you? 20. 20 surgeries. 20 surgeries, yep. Major surgeries? Uh, like major, anesthesia surgeries? All or? anesthesia. I don't oh count. My gosh. I don't count non-anesthesia Like oral surgery, surgery and that kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, I don't count all that stuff. Uh-huh. But yeah, 20. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's t- that's we're, about 18 too many for a lifetime. Oh, yeah. let me tell you. We were at a party in, uh, at Mark and Kathy's house in the summer, and my wife and I have been married, what, uh, 18, almost 19 years. And Kathy looks at my wife and goes, how many surgeries has he had since you guys have been married? Because it seems like a lot. One every year, seemingly. Well, it's been two this last year, you know, <laughs> That's right. six months apart. So but the first was your Achilles. Achilles in August and knee replacement uh, January. Was the knee known that it was getting knee replacement? I have been fighting putting the, replacing the knee for about a lot hard for the last five years. And you've had it replaced before, Never. No? Oh, okay. Never. Okay. Just beat the, beat the heck out of them. Yeah. Too much skiing, mogul bashing when I was younger. So are you done skiing? No, I think Roger. I'm going to start skiing next year. Roger. <laughs> Naughty. Uh, just, uh, Stick just to the bunny bit. hill. Just a, just, no, that's too boring. <laughs> it's still it's better than not skiing. It's better than a 21st surgery. Yeah, you know, what can I say? Oh, man. I, Those yeah, will, will be a record. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, there will be a 21st at some point in time. I write knee maybe sometime in the next four or five years. Well, you're walking around. No uh, walker or yeah, cane. Yeah, no walker, no cane. Uh if I'd known it was going to be this good, I would have replaced it years ago. <laughs> Seriously. Which, that's so good to hear. Because yeah. you hear from knee surgery patients all the time. They're like, ah, it's, I shouldn't have done it. Oh. Should have just dealt with it how it was. No. But this was a no. good decision for yeah, you. I tell you what. I couldn't walk up and down stairs easily the last six months before I did it. Ugh. And I can go up and down them now. It's, it's awesome. The simple freedoms <laughs> we take for granted, huh? Well, I'm not shuffling like a really old man. I'm, old, I'm old, but I'm not that old. <laughs> Well, glad to have you uh, on yeah, the mend and back. off the operating table. Uh, you know, do you know who Damon Yanni is? Fox Thirteen weatherman in yes. the morning. Yes. So, uh, and your receptionist at Southtown, Emily, and uh-huh. I, and Damon, we've been in this uh, production of Guys and Dolls yes. now for some time. We've got about a week left of it. Well, two and a half, three weeks ago, he tore his meniscus oh, in no. rehearsal. <laughs> 
<laughs> what was he doing that was so strenuously towards meniscus? There's a, <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, there's a dance scene yeah. where he had to catch someone and it oh, landed it wrong. The wrong way. And, yeah, but uh, he's been doing the show anyway, just wrapped in this big old full leg brace. Yeah. He had surgery Tuesdays. Back doing the shows this weekend. Oh yeah, the modern surgery, man. It's pretty crazy. I mean, you said they had you walk in. I was minutes up walking afterwards. in an hour, hour and a half after I came out of surgery, and they used to tell you wait a year. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think back to the first surgery I had. I was in the hospital ten days twice. You know, it's just like Ugh. now it's you're taking up space. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, they still charge you as though you're there ten. You days know, I've not seen the bill on this. I don't want to see the you... bill. But the last surgery in that hospital was ten thousand just for the surgery suite. Yeah. Well, I think you've met your deductible. I uh, blew through the deductible. You know, my wife, it's we're on February. my wife's insurance. No, I'm on my wife's insurance. Oh, they run a physical year. It's July 1 to oh. June 30. So the Achilles and this all took care of everything. <laughs> Jeez. So if anyone else in the family needs something done, <laughs> get it done it's now. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that game we play. I know the doc was saying, you know, if you need to be in before the first of the year because you're deductible, I'll get you. And I said, no, if we can do it after the first. I'm the, fine. the yeah. difference of yeah. fiscal year, physical year, whatever. So that works out well. Well, uh, we're excited to have you. Uh, it is his birthday, so call up 855-340-ZONE. Oh, <laughs> 855-340-ZONE. Uh, everyone that calls and shares a question, a comment, a story with us every week, we have a drawing at the end of the show with all Four the callers. Free tickets. Four, and not just tickets. Tickets to the VIP theater at the Megaplex. Which, which might be wonderful. the best way to see a movie. Absolutely. Or the best way to take a nap if you were if you're into that. Yeah, I used to do that. that and I bring that up because you you're a movie napper. I, I am infamous for sleeping in movies. <laughs> Absolutely. And I like to snore and it gets a little embarrassing <laughs> for the family. I get hit a lot. <laughs> well, uh, give us a call. Now you know all my little embarrassing secrets. Eight five five three four zero zone. Now our poll question this week is a selfish one. What is it? So, like I mentioned, this this uh, show I've been in, uh, one of the guys in the show, he owns a couple of Taco Times. Yep. And I love Taco Time, by the way. It's, I, I, that crisp pinto bean burrito, hard to beat that. Never thing, had man. it. Anytime what? is Taco Time. Never Anytime is Taco Time, yeah. You've never had a crisp pinto more, bean burrito? I'm more a Del Taco Type guy. Well, yeah, They're well, open yeah. 24-7. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for it's usually about eleven for thirty, 14, twelve o'clock at night. For fourteen of those twenty-four hours, it's a bad decision. I don't know. What to <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> twenty-four of twenty-four is ba- fast food's bad decision. Let's be honest about it. But he he was telling me yesterday. I was telling him about my. I'm a sucker for the old muscle car. Yeah. Uh, and we were talking last week uh, with George and the week before with Jeff on the show about how I wish that these American car companies. Would go back to that look well, with their tr- with their cars. They've tried. They've, you know, you had uh, Dodge bring back the Challenger. And oh, and I love the look the of that. Charger. You have, you've had the Camaro come back. Yeah, There's yeah. There's just not a huge demand for that car anymore. Right. It's kind of a niche market. Very much niche. And, and so it, why mass produce it and then be left with all these cars that don't sell? Well, they've got enough trucks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they have their own things to you, sell you, already. You think when GM, you know, laborers went on strike, do you think GM was sad? <laughs> the best thing that happened to them, a lot of them take their day supply that they had sitting there in unsold inventory for like 160 days, 180 days down to... 90 days, which is manageable. Yeah. 
You know, think about it. That's that boatload of vehicles sitting they, around. They weren't getting any oh. in, so you had to sell what was there. Yeah, there's. I mean, you still you look at some of the domestic dealers. They still have 19 and 18 brand new product on their lot, which wow. is just insane. Wow. Uh, but he was telling me he has a 68 Camaro, oh, candy apple yes. red, that was the white one, trimmed leather. Yep. That's the baby, isn't that it? That was the baby. Whew. So, poll question if you need something to call about, 855-340-ZONE. Your favorite vintage or classic muscle car and why? I, I, not just, I don't need a year. I, I need to know why it's your favorite. Give us a description of why you like it so much. 68 Mustang. Why? 289 V8. What? Just classic, <laughs> fat, you know, classic Mustang design, two-door, four on the floor, gas guzzling, fun thing to drive. It had the scoop No, it was, kinda, not, it was not the okay. fastback. It was the old Oh, the, the ridge. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. yeah, the fastback is not. The fastback has the hatch on it. Okay. But that's not the one you're talking about. No, I'm talking about the old. The boxy one. Boxy one. Well, oh. it was fun to drive. Oof. Oh, you've driven one? I owned one, yeah. You did? I did. See, before the show started, I'm like, are you a muscle you, car guy? And you're like, I like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not passionate about it. Okay. But no, we had one and we had it all of uh, probably 12 months before it got sandwiched between two cars. Oh. Yeah. Just a year? A year. Did it get totaled? Oh, yeah. <sighs> then I bought, the, bought it back and parted it out for a lot more than they gave me. <laughs> what color was it? Red, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to go You gotta go red or uh, blue. I like midnight blue on that Yep. But yeah, let us or know. Green, you know, go the, the bullet car. Oh, the bullet color. Yeah, I had a had a customer that had one of the original bullet cars. Really? Yeah. The one, not the one that was in the show, because they just auctioned that one off. Yeah, but one that was made at the same time, same color, same everything. Beautiful car. Man, they just released a a limited number of them for the what would that be the fiftieth year anniversary of that movie? No, not quite fifty. <sighs> I bet you it is close to fifty. Well, a couple either last year I mean, or a couple years ago. That was one of the ago. classic first chase scenes through San Francisco and flying off the hills. And oh, it's one of the it's the it's most recreated the look. Yeah, yeah to awesome. be flying off the mountain top <laughs> like that. But let us know your favorite muscle car and why eight five five three four zero zone. Now or you mentioned <laughs> what's that? Or why not? Or why not? Yeah, but we'll, we throw that in there too. <laughs> and of course, any other question, comment, yeah. or story you want to share with us. Now you mentioned supply. Yes. Talk about GM. And there was a, a good slash bad, a curse and a blessing that Subaru was dealing with at the end of last year. Oh, lack of supply. Where you had, did not oh, have cars terrible. to sell Couldn't and you sell. had so much demand. Yep. Has it improved? Yes. Yeah, we were down to where we were running. Most of last year we ran with about a 27-day supply of cars. Which you want it to be what? Want to be double 40, that? 45. Okay. okay. 45 is kind of the sweet spot right now. I'm running with 55 as of yesterday. Okay. okay. Which is a little bit too much, but, you know, we're kind of in that. You're not See, worried about it. No, yeah. we're in that season where they load us up because there's stuff that happens in the spring, and you know, it just mm-hmm. so you get a little little heavy this time of year, and then you start selling into the you know the busier seasons. And fortunately, with Subaru, it stays relatively stable throughout the year, but it does pick up as we head towards spring and summer and throughout the summer. So, what's the uh, number one demand right now? What do people come in the most? I for? tell you what, the one that we cannot keep in, in stock right now, oddly enough, is the Crosstrek. Really? Yeah, it's. When you have me sell them, if you don't have me, they go buy them somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see the ebb and flow of the numbers, you know, with what supply you have on the ground. But, no, the new 2020 Outback, they're finally starting to do the launch advertising for that. Yeah. It's been out since, what, uh, September, October? Yeah, end of last so, year. Yeah, fall of you last know, year. Yeah, fall of last year. Yeah, it was probably later. It was October, November. But that car is just 
incredible. Okay, well, let's talk about that car for a moment because you mentioned the Crosstrek. The Crosstrek. Mm-hmm. My wife and I have been leasing from yep. Mark Miro Subaru the Crosstrek. Uh, we are due at the end of October, 1st of yeah, November. Yeah, coming up. And uh, more and more and more falling in love with the 2020 Outback. Yes. Well, you, really, really, really like you it. You need some space. Now we do. You, you got a kid, you got stores, <laughs> you got all the accoutrement that goes with the young, oh, young gal. That's a nice way of saying junk. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable, the you amount gotta, of stuff. You know what the sad thing is? Once once they're through that year, a lot of that stuff goes away, and you don't use it until you have another baby, if you have another No, baby. well, let's not, get, <laughs> let's, let's not curse on the radio, okay? <laughs> be, be like my niece that, you know, they, they wanted to have, you know, start their family, and they ended up with twins for the first two. Oh, first two? <laughs> two yeah. sets of twins? No, just, oh, just oh, okay. you know, oh. the first baby were twins. Whew, I almost had a heart attack for them. It's called two a dud, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, and you know what? When we were trying to get pregnant, I said, yeah, because you know, I said I I hoped, kind of evilly, uh, that we would get twins so that we could be like, okay, that's it. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. <laughs> yeah, we're actually See, twins well, runs in my wife's family though. So twins run in my family. Do they? They don't run in my wife's family, which is nieces on that side. This is a first, huh? And I can't tell them apart. No. Uh, and the, no matter one, what thing, she says, thing, she thing, doesn't know. Thing either, one and huh? thing two. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. she's not listening. She's usually really loud and not quite as loud, but still loud. That's that's the twin. Now these are only two months old, so they're still kind of quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. When we walked in and started that lease, it was just the two of us. Yep. That cross check we had, we could have lived in that thing, yep. man. Not anymore. <laughs> no. We, if Roger, just, just I'm the not, car seat alone takes up half the car. Right. And I'm not kidding you. The last time the three of us drove together in that car was months ago. Oh, yeah. Because the baby owns it. Yep. And, and so we need, but I also don't want to graduate all the way to an ascent with just a three-person family. No, you can go out back. I mean, that that really, that's right, perfect size car for you. Yeah, I It's got I think bigger, so. bigger storage area back there for you because you're going to acquire more stuff as she gets older. Right. And bigger stuff. And bigger stuff. Yeah. Yep. But it also has room that you can put the car seat in there. It's not interfering with the front seat. You can put another car seat in there. Yeah. And I like the idea of being able to just throw stuff in the back. Yes. And not have to really too much worry about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And they're extremely safe. They, you know, the move the 20 was the 20 Legacy 20 Outback were the last two vehicles besides the WX and STI to be moved to the global pat- platform. So it's much safer. It's quieter. It's more solid. The technology is just incredible on it. And that's number one for me is the safety of a Subaru. You know, that's one of the reasons we'll continue to lease is because the safety features keep getting better and better and better with every gen- really with every year of the car and every generation. Yeah. We had a caller a couple weeks ago when Jeff was in here with me that called in about uh, he's still driving his 98 Ford Explorer. Got, wow. Got a ton God of miles him. on God it. bless him. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> got that's, his money's worth out that's of That's cool. But then we watched a, a side-by-side video crash comparison. You don't want to be in that car when it gets crashed. You, the driver's seat the was dead. affected from a rear end. Yeah. It, it crunched all the way to the back of the, the midway through the, the middle cabin. Yeah, I mean, different safety standards back in 98. It met the safety standards back then. But everything advances. Now the, the Insurance Institute has changed their safety tests. Um, to you know they've done the, the the left front offset impact now they're working on the right offset impact which what is what is that so offset? They, most accidents don't happen head on sure most accidents 
is the left half of the car hitting the left half of some other car. Okay. And so they've really worked on the strength and the tech, uh, the uh, integrity of the cabin of the for the occupants so it doesn't squish down and kill them. Right. And transfers all the kinetic energy, potential energy around them. Right. So they're they're just tweaking more. You know, you've got to have to get the top safety ratings down. You've got to have blind spot and all those other technologies to help keep you safer. It's it's the phenomenal. problem is once you drive with them, you drive a car without it. It's not fun. Yeah. You mean I got to turn around and look? There's a car. What is and this? And you should always anyway, but I mean, it's just that extra set <laughs> right, of eyes. Right. It's like having eyes in the back of your head or in the side of your head, as the case may be. Well, I've noticed, uh, and you know, uh, you were joking, but uh, as you then cleared up, you do stuff. to look. I've noticed that with the blind spot detection, mm-hmm. I'm looking more right. than I do in my other car. Absolutely. And I don't know if it's because there's a little flickering light. I'm not sure. Well, I don't know I, what it I is. I think you just become more aware. I think I'm a safer driver because the car is safer driving. Yeah, my wife got her first Outback in 17, and she had a car was a Christmas present back eons ago that I never thought I'd see her give it up. Hmm. You know, convertible um, Toyota and, you know, the ideal would lease the car for her. And she goes, well, I'll just I'll drive the Outback during the winter, and, and I'll drive my convertible during the spring and summer. She drove the Outback during the winter. Got to spring. She hopped in that convertible once. She parked it. And I don't know that she ever really got back in it again. <laughs> because of the difference, huh? Yeah. She goes, I don't feel safe driving it anymore. I said, great. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> the way it went. <laughs> wasn't quite that quick. But, but yeah. you know, it just I never thought I'd see her give it up. But the technology yeah. is just, you kind of you get used to it and not so much, but you feel safer. Yeah, and the re- what struck my mind about that caller with the 98 Explorer was so often uh, when people's children are starting to get to the age of being able to drive. You put them in a little car. They'll go out and buy a really cheap used I did that with commuter car. I did it with three of them. And I get it. I get the economics of it and, I, and, and that sort of thing. And if they ding it up or whatever, it's, it's no big deal. Yeah, odds are they're going to total a, a first car, at least wreck it once. Yeah, and that's the scary thing for me. Is you want them to be protected. Yep. They they are the least experienced driver on the road, mm-hmm. and whether it's their fault or not, True. they're the least experienced oh, driver yeah. on the road. Absolutely. And the likelihood of them getting an accident is higher. Oh, exponentially. So you want higher. them protected and safe. So I like the idea of you know if you've got a kid that's getting up there, fourteen, fifteen years old, get a three year lease. Yep, get them in that final year of that lease. <laughs> yep. Put them in that. In thing. hindsight, I would probably do that. You know, my you? my twenty two year old now leases her car. And you know that was the last one coming up, and just get the gap insurance. That's well, yeah, that's important. Well, gap <laughs> yeah, gap goes with the lease with Subaru. You know, which is so important. You know, people don't realize how quickly cars depreciate, and most people don't like to put any money down. They want to finance it as long as they possibly can. Yeah, and they want to roll negative equity from their last trade that they did the same thing that they were going to keep. And when you you know you go out and total this, and we're starting. It's interesting. The, this business is very cyclical. And we're starting to see, again, people that are ten, fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars $16,000 upside down their vehicles because they've rolled negative equity on top of negative equity on top of yeah. negative equity Ugh. and financed it for 72 months with no money down to the point they can't get out of their cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're doomed. Yeah. And if they total that car, you're on the hook for that balance between what the loan payoff is and what the car is actually worth. I mean, yeah. so 
you total that car with no gap, you're going to have to be coming out of pocket five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars. Something that taking out a loan on something that you've already gotten rid of, and you got to go buy another yeah, car. There's nothing to even drive anymore. Yeah. So whether ah. you know whether you lease or purchase, you know if you don't put much cash down, you finance a car for a long time. Buy gap, people. And so it's, it's, it's a, a matter of, of dollars. It's one it's, of the few products that you know if you go research through Consumer Reports, they tell you to buy. It's so smart. I don't know. Yet our military won't allow us to sell because the Military Lending Act will not allow us to sell. What? You can't uh, sell gap insurance? You cannot insurance? sell gap to an active military. Do they? Can they go buy it privately? Um, I don't know. Wow. And it has to do with how they calculate the interest that you charge. I mean, it's so whacked out. Nobody can really make that calculation. <sighs> I know some of the credit unions have figured out how to go around it. Good. But it's really a... It, it's our wonderful government doing a very big disservice to the people that can least afford it. And the people who give us the most. Most, absolutely. Ah, so stupid. Uh, it's so lack of understanding on people's parts. <laughs> it I, really you is. Know, and, you know, if it is, if that's the truth of his lack of understanding, I would hope some education could fix that. Well, we're talking the legislature here. But that's the <laughs> you problem know, that's, to get to. You know, you, you probably have more success with kindergartners. Don't you know they're always right, Roger? Not last time I checked. Well... Last time they checked. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, we went and saw Trevor Noah last night at, at, oh, the, did at you? the Mavericks. How was oh, that? my goodness. He He's such funny. a brilliant guy. Absolutely brilliant. You know, Whether I, you agree with him or not, you, you can't deny you his know, intelligence. You, you know, I agree, disagree, but his analogy for the, you know, the, the president of the United States was, you know, you ever notice how pilots have this beautiful, calming voice? You know, you had, you had this pilot, you know, this president for eight years, and, it was kind of scary all up and down. You had Obama, and it was just smooth. <laughs> and then you get the one that, you know, we go out, we have an experienced one. We go out and get one with no experience, and he's turned it upside down. <laughs> Even he doesn't know what he's going to do. <laughs> I just thought it was such a good analogy. Do you ever watch his show, The, the Daily Occasionally, Show? Occasionally. Yeah. I, I, I don't watch a ton of the talk TV because I get really irritated with the politics. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's... Uh, it gets tiring. Yeah. It gets exhausting. It's What's really word. exhausting is the American public just doesn't care. I really liked The Daily Show uh, with Jon Stewart. Yep. I watched that religiously. Yeah. But And it's not that Trevor Noah is not good. It's just kind of, I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah, I don't. Trevor Noah, is, you know, my first introduction to him was listening to his book, Born a Crime. I've never listened to it. Huh? Yeah, so we were driving on vacation. and, and that's Never read usually, it. I haven't read it, but we listened to it yeah. on our way out to California and and he was, was he narrating it? Yeah. Okay. It was awesome. You know, he's talking about growing up in Africa during apartheid. His mom was black, his dad was white, and that's crime. It was a crime at the time. Wow. So you know, just his experiences and to see where he's at now is pretty incredible. Right. Uh, it's Utah Car Sense, presented by Mark Miller Subaru. He's Roger Parkin, general sales manager of the Southtown Store. Uh, and, of course, you got the Midtown Store there as well. We do have the Midtown 35. Store, the, 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 the original. Uh, how's the parking garage treating you these days? Awesome. It's so nice not to have construction going on. I have <laughs> space to put cars on. We have space to park. You can see the mountains again. Oh, it's such is a beautiful. State not, Street uh, construction is over as well? Well, there's still always doing something that? going on. Yeah. You know, they're putting fiber cable. It's amazing how much uh, fiber they're running down State Street. seems like every time you turn around, there's a new crew running fiber through it. Really? Talk, I was talking with the, the crew that's running it now. He was parking his truck and asked if it was okay, and so I asked him, so what are you putting in? So it's for 5G. Wow. Because 5G, you have to be within 200 feet of a cell tower or 300 feet within a cell tower. For it to work? For or? it to run at the most efficient. You see, and I know that it's a silly thing to 
think could have happened, but couldn't we have seen that coming? <laughs> we buried the well, Ford three four G. We couldn't have just improved I, it then. I think I think your other thing that's going on too, because you know, as they convert everything over to fiber, you know, fiber, fiber optics. Yeah, it. You look at internet. You look at you know. Think about when the computers first came out and it was AOL and all that. Your modem was twenty four hundred baud. Huh. You know, twenty four hundred bits per second, and that doesn't that. You you wouldn't have the patience to do that anymore. No. Even at 20 gigs, uh, you know, 20, 20 megs a minute, it's not enough. Well, that little buffering <laughs> circle oh, will enrage you faster does. than anything. <laughs> you just start seeing red when that thing starts circling. I don't, I don't know about circling. you, but the faster computers get, the more impatient I tend to become. Right. Isn't that it, the, the microwave ruined society it, is what happened. They, yeah. Something, <laughs> something ruined it. <laughs> We're no longer patient enough to get along with each other. Uh, we'll take your phone we calls. We don't have the words for it. We just have 130 letters. <laughs> <laughs> we can swipe it. We can't talk yeah, it. Yeah. 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 855-340-ZONE. You want to be part of the show, call us 855-340-ZONE. What's your favorite muscle car and why? If you want something to talk about there, everyone that calls in is entered to win a four-pack of movie passes. He's Roger Parkin. I'm Austin Horton. Coming up, got to talk to you about uh, what's going on. With oh, Well, Consumer Reports came out with their best 10 cars for 2020, yeah. but with a twist this time around that I thought was really interesting. What'd they do? For a, for a different budget. Instead of different categories of car, so went by what you, going that's by, smart. by budget. It's about time. So we'll get to that. cars are not cheap now. No, to say the very <laughs> least. Lyft has uh, purchased something that I think might be an absolute game changer in the uh, present and future of advertising, and... Boy drivers versus girl drivers. They all stink when they're young. Forbes has some numbers <laughs> that might surprise you. Who's worse? That's going to be interesting. So we'll get into the hot topic. I, that's, uh, are they talking about across the board or young or old or just in general? Well, and that's kind of the, uh, that's kind of the problem is if you believe in one stereotype, you are wrong. Right, if you I, believe in any stereotype. I think it changes yeah. throughout life, honestly. <laughs> so we'll get to that. And so Depends on who has the phone in their hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's, hey, you may have read this article. <laughs> no, I have not. I've not seen it. <laughs> we'll talk about that and more coming up next on Utah Car Sense. Have a car question? Ask the experts at 855-340-ZONE. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. There's a muscle car. There's the sound I like There's to hear. A That's not a rice rocket. <laughs> no, that won't. That won't. Uh, you can. Uh, you can feel the power coming through your radio right yeah, now. Yeah, there, there is something about a big V8 rolling that is just like no other. It's hard to go back from it. It really is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Until you fill up, and then you're like, okay, I'll yeah, go back but to the, my four cylinder. Seven, eight miles a gallon. <laughs> it's like driving the motor home. Six miles a gallon long. Whether you're uphill, downhill, <laughs> t- headwind, tailwind, you're getting six miles a gallon. It does not pass a gas station. It doesn't want to see. Hey, he's Roger Parkin. <laughs> I'm Austin Horton. Eric Jensen producing for us today. And we mentioned previously that it's Roger's birthday. And oh, you just shared a, an incredibly cute video from your <laughs> five-year-old grandson, grandson yep. playing hockey, which is yep. – that's amazing. I love yeah. little – I love getting people into hockey at a young age. But did you know that today is the anniversary, 30 
40 years. 40 years. 40 years, 40 years now the today. The Miracle on Ice. The Miracle on Ice took place. Yep. And that was Al Michaels' first or second Second year? hockey game yeah. he ever, ever, ever called. What, what a game to call. And it's the most iconic call well, in sports well, history. I think of that. Back in the 80s, the U.S. athletes were honestly amateurs. They weren't paid. You had Russia who, you know, the Iron Curtain was up. There was a juggernaut of essentially a professional team, and they beat them. Oh, yeah. Had not, I don't think it had ever, I know it had never happened before nope. up until that time. And uh, I don't know what, what the deal was that night for the, the Russian stars, but they didn't have it. Yeah. The goalie didn't have it. The star It was an off night for them, thank goodness. <laughs> and, uh, and I lo- you know, as cheesy it is, that movie that Disney made it's about good. it, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. So, any 40 you years. You see a feel-good show once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just to bring you back to Earth. Yep. Uh, what I saw the I Onward comes out next week, the new Pixar. Yep. Well, technically two weeks from now. How is it? I haven't seen it. You haven't have seen it. it. Adrian I went I thought you were the movie show. You're supposed to see it. Just well, there's two of us. Guys and dolls. You there's know? two of us. <laughs> he went and saw it. He can't talk about it yet because of the embargo. Yeah. But uh, Megaplex is doing a fun thing where you get uh, seven Pixar movies a marathon, and then they'll end it with the advanced screening of Onward. You know, I don't think I could sit. Not sure that's for you. Yeah. No. <laughs> it, now, blood and guts, blow them up, beat them up. The gratuitous <laughs> violence, I'm in. <laughs> you know what I finally saw uh, last weekend? What? what? Was I, I, I went to see Ford vs. Ferrari, and, and I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome. Worthy right. of the Best Picture nomination. Worthy. Huh? Yeah. You yeah. know, I've heard nothing but good about it. We were going to rent it the other night, and we rented something else instead. So, well, I'm sure you made you the f- wrong choice. The it's way a great we movie. made a good choice. What did you I, watch? I couldn't even tell you <laughs> We've watched a few, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's it's go to the movie or sit home and rent the movie, and you know, I'm a homebody. Anymore. The benefit of being at home is you don't have to wear pants. Well, I do because I got other people to live there. But yeah. it's your house. <laughs> uh, my my rule, my house, my rules. You don't like it? Go to your house. It's your house, your wife's rules. Come on, be honest. <laughs> She's fine with me not wearing pants. <laughs> but are your in-laws when they're there? No. <laughs> no that's, that, they live an hour away. <laughs> oh, that's right. They got a pack of suitcases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It's so far there. <laughs> it's three hundred miles up at only sixty back. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you, Stead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, give us a call, 855-340-ZONE. Be part of the show today, but 40 years. I was not alive when the Miracle on Ice I remember it happening. It was in uh, Lake Placid, New York. For the Winter Games. Yeah, Winter Games, mm. second one they held there. What else happened in those Winter Games? Does anyone remember anything else? Because that's, I don't, no. yeah. They came, They were the ones that came and lit the cauldron for the this O2 year, yeah, Olympics. Honored, yeah. mm-hmm. And we are, by the way, it's we're getting it in 30 or 34. It's a done I'd deal. be shocked, given the current state of affairs around the world, where we have the facilities pretty much ready to go. Yep. I mean, give, well, we need better transportation and those kind well, of things. Well, that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> there. <laughs> you know, I was reading, you talk about transportation. There are a bunch of cities, nationwide and worldwide, that are experimenting. And now this will go back to UTAA's last incarnation when they started again back in the 70s. With free fare. Right. And increasing the frequency of the service to get people out of the cars, to get them on the trains, to save the pollution. Now, you say free fare. It's got to be paid by something or somebody. It's paid by taxpayers somewhere. (laughs) Nothing's free. But as far as if they look at ridership of mass transit, 
if fares are free, they get more people out of their cars, regardless of their economic status. Right. If they run frequently enough, that it makes a big difference on pollution and, you know, congestion and everything else. We have a perfect place to experiment with it up our canyons. They could run buses up and down those canyons every five minutes, not let a car up there. And we would take care of the congestion problem up there. But you have to have the frequency. And they don't have the wherewithal or the intestinal fortitude to do that. Yeah. Well, and, you know, running the buses, I would like to see cleaner buses. A lot of them are running, you know, they've got, not a lot of them, some of the buses running on natural gas, hybrid combo. You know, you look at, the, you know, Ace Disposal that does our garbage out in West Jordan. They run with all, you know, CNG. Ace Disposal does? Yeah. Oh, good. Have for years. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Much cleaner burning than the diesel. They don't stink. But uh, buses, even the pollution the bus puts out by taking all those cars off the road is more than offset. And you're saving, we're loving our canyons to death, unfortunately. Right. And the word you used was congestion. And when it's congestion, you're all just idling, burning stuff into the air. Yep. So. I mean, they shut down Big Cottonwood Canyon two Saturdays ago. Yeah. Eastbound because it was, it was not, it was stopped. Yeah. 20 miles of stop traffic up that's, that case. That's, you know? You can't enjoy. We have the best right here in our yard. We can't but get there But we've to not it. been proactive enough to figure out how to get people up there without that. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Let's go political here. Hey, well, it's, it is a little political, but I think that we have an opportunity in this state. We have a very good place to experiment yes. and get something right. Yes. And we need to start doing it. Because when you go up that canyon and cars are lining all up and down the sides of the canyon, it's, A, it's not safe. Yep. 855-340-ZONE. If you want to be part of the show, you can answer the poll question, what's your favorite muscle car and why? Or you can call in about any other question, comment, or story you'd like to talk about. You'll be entered to win a four-pack of movie passes. 855-340-ZONE. DJ gets us started this morning. Good morning. Good morning, DJ. Hey, good morning, guys. What can we do for you? Thanks for calling in. Oh, no problem. About to call in. Uh, two weeks ago, I bought a 2020 Subaru Forester. Uh-huh. Um, got a question about the car. Um, it has the auto start, auto stop feature. Yes. And I'm curious about the extra times of it starting the car again. Is that going to hurt the car no. long term? I like the, the idea that it's saving, like, because it's, it's cutting out the pollution and it's saving me gas. I'm just worried about it having to restart the car every time I'm going through traffic and I repress the brake again. It's a good question. Yeah, no, that, that motor is designed specifically uh, for that that wear and tear that's no mm-hmm. different you know you saw it, where our first experience was in uh toyota's prius you know as you drive mm-hmm. you come to a stop and you see that in, in all pretty much all the hybrids and you now have it in our our outbacks and legacies that uh when you pull up and stop with the four cylinder it turns off and it's just it saves it doesn't save a lot but over the mm-hmm. course of 50 or 100,000 miles it saves a lot of a, a lot of gas and a lot of excess pollution that doesn't need to go. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm just curious. I just was wondering, like, is this a, it's starting up again. Like, is that good for the engine? Like, I, my regular car, and I hate the thing about having to like, turn off the car and turn it back on again. Yeah, the way the motor's designed is designed for that, and you're not going to hurt it. It's not like your old school combustible no, like you used to know. No, not at all. Which is still combustible. I'm not saying Yeah, it's still that, combustible, but, yeah. but it just is designed for that purposely to do it but it's you know saves gas and saves pollution and it's not tons at a time but it'll like say over time it adds up yep how else how otherwise are you enjoying the car dj you liking that that Um, 
yeah, it's my first it's my first ever Subaru. I had a Kia Sorento before this. Um, and I actually really like it. It's got eyesight, and I've never had anything like that before, having it auto-correct me. I realize how <laughs> bad of a driver I am. Cause That's, all all That's all of us. That's all of us. We talk with my wife. You know, she'll be on Bluetooth in her Outback. And, hey, there you go. Leave in the lane again. You'll, you'll hear the <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> for, sure. Yep. for sure. But it's great yeah. because, it actually, yep. to me, it makes me a better driver because it makes me more aware. It's a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you're liking it, DJ. Mm-hmm. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Yeah. Appreciate it. Good right, question. Right, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That that auto start stop feature. Yeah. Now, is the Forester a PZEV? Yeah. The partially zero yeah. emissions vehicle, yeah. and so it's already cl- it's a cleaner burn. It's already cleaner burn, but so once the motor heats up to operating temperature, it will stop. Like I say, is is you're talking tenths of pennies every minute it sits off. It's more about the environmental it's impact. About, but it's all, it's that cumulative effect. I mean, you okay. have X number of cars out there driving. You know, it's just like the, they're passing laws that you can't sit and idle for longer than a minute, you know, if you're waiting for something. That's a funny word, laws, to use in that. I mean, there's not a lot of retribution there's, coming down well, on people. Well, it's kind of like your front license plate. It's a law you have <laughs> it, but there's no enforcement of it. <laughs> That's right. If it, it's, it's kind <laughs> of a suggestion. It is. I'll, it's I'll sum it it's up a what, please. I'll, please I'll sum do it up this. like the, uh, the, the bus driver when my wife and I went to Rome. If you've never been to Rome before, traffic lights are merely a suggestion here. <laughs> you got to look real carefully because it doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> and they're going on red, green, yellow. It does not matter. Oh, so it's like Kearns. No, I'm just exactly. <laughs> I just it's like city. 54 South coming up east. You know, to pick that lane depending on the time of day. No, uh-huh. but-, but that's a good question from DJ because yeah. uh, this is more and more becoming a, a feature in vehicles. Well, is the like, auto auto, yeah, auto it's, off? It's kind of like you know continuously variable transmissions. The reason they put them in is they're more fuel efficient. You know, they don't shift. Well, they've, they've actually programmed, you know, Subaru's actually got in taller CVTs and programmed specific shift points because people didn't like it revving up and not feeling like it ever shifted. Right. But most of the manufacturers on most of their cars are going to a form of a CVT transmission. Are they? It just makes sense. It's more efficient. You know, you, you look back, I've been in the business 29 years, you look back at 91, 99% of what we sold were manual transmissions. And 1% automatic. And the reason was it was five miles a gallon difference in gas mileage. Really? Because the manuals were much more efficient than the automatics at the time. Huh. It's reversed now. Your your CVT gets better gas mileage than a six-speed manual. That, you, I think, yeah. That would it's be. counterintuitive. Well, it's doing work that a human can't do. Better than a human yeah, can do it. Yeah, right, right. But you still, you know, and we have less and less manual transmissions in cars every year. But you still have people that are diehard, have to have a manual, have to shift, will not give it up. Which Subaru has done away with all manuals except in the STI and WRX, is that right? That's no, you can still get it in the uh, Impreza oh, and Crosstrek. Oh, in the Crosstrek even. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they're they're fewer and fewer, you know. Because A, you know, one of the questions when I'm interviewing people for lot techs or salespeople, can you drive a manual transmission? Younger generation, not pick on them because they've never been exposed to right, it. Right, right, right. Ninety plus percent have never driven a manual and can't drive a manual. Well, m- people my age in right. their in their mid thirties, I'll bet a third of us can't drive a manual. Yeah, because it's just everything's shifted. I know I I went away from manuals in in ninety four and would never go back. You know, with the advent of cell phones and all that stuff, you just. Yeah. And traffic getting worse and worse. I don't want to sit there with my foot on the clutch. Yep. You know? <laughs> 
start and stop. And right. It's like, Ugh. I've gotten lazier in my old age, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> or spoiled, one of the two. You know, the, it's like, roll yeah. down a window, what's that? The airlines, liked, the airlines liked manual transmissions because then people are like, ah, oh, I don't want to drive that far, I'll fly. <laughs> so you know, it's it. interesting. When we travel, you look yeah. at it and it's like, here to Vegas, you can fly for an hour, fly for an hour and fifteen minutes, hour twenty minutes, get to Vegas. But you got two hours before in the airport, and then you got to wait for your luggage. It's about an hour and a half longer to drive there than it is to fly. <laughs> By the time you take everything into, into account, yeah, yeah. Unless someone's paying for that flight, I'll probably be. I'll probably well, it drive. Depends, it depends on what you're doing. You know, it depends on the time you have, and yeah, anything up to about a thousand, twelve hundred miles. It's sixes. It depends on how many of us are going. <laughs> how far is uh, uh, Orange County? From 800 here? miles. No, it's 800 to San Diego, so it's about 750. It's about 10 to 12-hour drive. Yep. Yeah. Well, it depends on how, how how you hit traffic. That's the You key, know, if you're yeah. hitting it on a Saturday, Sunday night going th- you know, bar- from Vegas to Back, Barstow. Forget about you're, it. You're, you're not going anywhere fast. <laughs> just just <laughs> stay in Vegas. There's two, there's two <laughs> lanes in there not moving anywhere. Yep, yep. It's kind of yep. like driving I-70 out to the ski resorts in the morning in Colorado. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. I've never had that experience. Is it a lockdown you, you, out there? No, if you ever drive I-70 during the winter, you need to plan on getting into Denver either – Early in the day, you know, because at night, when the ski resort shut down, you have traffic jam all the way back to Denver. Oh yeah. Or if you're going, you know, if you're going out, heading the opposite direction, you want to go in the afternoon because everyone's out in the morning and they're all coming back. In so the night skiing is the key there. Uh, <laughs> you know, I we're so spoiled here. It's it's two hours to a resort there. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Well, just the airport's so far from anything. No, out it's not Denver. anymore. It used to be. Well. <laughs> the, the, the city's grown out to the airport. I guess again. I'm thinking more in terms of NBA. Oh, it's, it's yeah, it it's takes, 45 minutes. That's one of the worst road trips for the, the Jazz, and it's the closest city in proximity in the NBA. Yeah, because you're 45 miles outside of town. Yeah. But, you know, take the toll road. It's a little faster. But most <laughs> most taxi drivers won't do it because they want to get their fares higher. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they do that? I used that? to go in there about once a quarter, and it's like, Okay, I gotta find a hundred dollar cab right into town here. Where do you uh, do most of your business traveling now? Uh, when, they, when they make you go places, all over the place. I'm heading to Kansas City. Kansas City, yeah, what's out there? Training. Okay. Yeah. They just chose Kansas City. That's where their company's headquartered. Okay. The company that's doing the training. Uh-huh. Okay, gotcha. Yep. But uh, you don't have to find your way back to Cherry Hill too often, do you? No, I've only been back there once. Yeah. That was Lafayette. For uh, Lafayette been there once. Yeah, that's the big factory, right? The that's big the plant. one. Yeah, that's the factory yeah. they have here. That's pretty cool. I I would like to go on a tour of it. That'd be fun. You know, I wish. And it's zero waste, isn't it? Is it, yeah, it's pretty incredible. How do they do that? They're really, really diligent and smart. It's amazing what the things that they do. They take the compost, they regenerate it into power. They um, rather than shipping boxes, they ship it in containers that they can reuse over and over again. Huh. And they're always looking for ways to, you know, to even get better and, and create less of an imprint. So, like, even if their employee has a candy bar, it does. There's not no garbage. The it, they have, it, they've got garbage cans there, but they recycle everything. It's not going to the landfill. It's not going yeah. to landfill. Yeah. In fact, the site that the the plant sits on is a wildlife refuge. Really? It is so clean. It's beautiful. 
It is so. It is it, that zero waste, like that, literal that, zero that, waste. That, that, that is dedicated. The wildlife is okay. It's a wildlife refuge there. It's beautiful. See that. That proves to me that Subaru is not just advertising that they care about the environment. You know, they talk the talk, and more importantly, they walk the walk. Yeah. You know, they partnered with the National Park Service. They cut out a billion pounds worth of waste to the um, landfills, I think it was, last last couple of years out of um, Yosemite, uh, Denali, Yellowstone. Wow. A billion? It was, it was, it, yeah, it was a huge number of pounds of waste. Ridiculous. Uh, let's talk about this uh, stereotype article yeah, this, from Forbes. You, you're opening up a can <laughs> of worms here. Well, and this look, ought to be interesting. Lance Elliott, the contributor that wrote this for Forbes, I, I, I think people might read this and have an assumption about Lance, the author, but I think he's doing it with a, a firm tongue placed in cheek right. style. So he's talking about the artificial intelligence at the wheel of a self-driving car might one day be female, male, gender fluid, or gender neutral by design and choice. <laughs> and that, that immediately got my attention because I've never, I've never thought about a computer, essentially what an AI, artificial intelligence, right. having a gender. So are they going to change the programming based upon the gender? So they're going <laughs> this now this or is non-gender? He's doing a little future predicting right. here. This is not what's going to happen for this, sure, this but it is could. Science fiction looking into the future kind of like Star Trek was back in the 60s. Right. And he starts it off by saying, you know, in the stereotypical manner, men are thought to be fierce, take no prisoner type drivers. <laughs> that these are his words, by the way, and, and women are, are uh, more forgiving and civil in their driving actions, according to the stereotype. I'm telling you, I think it depends on the day. <laughs> it does, and it's the the truth is we we both uh, I think agree. There's no real hard and fast rule for anybody. No, Everyone's no. We're different. Very fluid. Yes. Yeah. Dep- it, it depends. We're on all the, fluid. Depends on the type of day you had. Did you fight with the wife? Did you have a good day at work? Yeah. Have you been cut off ten times? You just had enough. Are you late? <laughs> yep. Are you on time? Are Are you wanting to go where you're headed? Or do you not want to go where you're headed? All kinds of stuff. Exactly. Like that. Uh, but they also, but there is some statistics that show that male drivers are uh, annually killed in car crashes nearly twice the number of females, and there's many reasons for that, including that male drivers statistically are less want to wear a seatbelt. That surprises me in this day and age. Although I did get in a car to appraise it of this older couple the other day, and I'm assuming it was the wife's seatbelt that was buckled behind her, so she didn't have to buckle her belt oh, really? in the passenger seat. I don't understand that, man. It, it's the, just put it on. And if it's uncomfortable, get one of those I, new jazz seatbelt protectors. You know, <laughs> I didn't start wearing a seatbelt until the 70, late 70s, early 80s. We traveled all the time with eight kids in the car with no seatbelts. Huh. We're still all here. Amazingly, yeah. But I, I can't dream of doing that. Uh, but and then he says one of the other reasons for the the men being killed nearly twice the number of females in car crashes is simply the fact that men are driving more miles than women. That and these are stats. These are actual so, scientific I, stats. Wow. And now he's not. I mean, we're not suggesting the man works, the little wife stays no. at home. That's not the case here. But still, to st- statistically. If you think about your average commute in a big city mm-hmm. where the n- most number of people live, they're not living in L.A. They're not living in New York. They're living in bedroom communities that True. take a lot of miles to drive to yep. and from. And so, and he's saying that more 
uh, statistics show that mo- there's more men driving further than females, and that might lead to why they die more often in car accidents. More opportunity. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all this, and then it goes down the the silly stereotypes that we, we all know. We don't need to read everything about that. And Chris, hold tight. We'll get to you right in just a second. But his overall assumption is that insurance companies do charge more for male drivers oh, absolutely. rather than female drivers. Yep. And, of course, they do charge more based on age, age. and experience and, and record, yep. and that's all fair. Yeah, they're backing it up with statistics. I mean, then, yeah, they're, 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 they're a money. business. They're there yeah. to make money. Come on. But the idea that the artificial intelligence in the future of your autonomous vehicle <laughs> You can then choose or be assigned a gender, yep. and the insurance companies might be able to get in the pockets of these companies and make sure that that AI uh, is a male AI so that they can charge you more for the insurance. Oh, man. That's, that's what that's, this- That's ugly. Right. But that, <laughs> so it's, it's such a fascinating premise. It really is. And it's a little conspiracy, but if there's a little conspiracy, it's true. I'm here to tell you that right now. Big conspiracies, not not often. But little conspiracies, more often than not, they're true. So anyway, it's something interesting that yeah. we could talk about. Uh, let's get back out to the phone lines. 855-340-ZONE. Chris hey, is Chris. next up. How are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, thanks Good for morning. Me. I think it's uh, a little bit... Uh, slow on calls this morning because everybody's still got their head between their legs crying about the jazz last night. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it, Chris. Come on, man. Come on. They came out well, flat <laughs> after a break. No, they that played, was, yeah, they, they can redeem themselves tonight. They sh- that, that, but that was the game to win. They needed to win that. I and know. now this yep, this one tonight exactly. suddenly is a almost a must win with yeah. the race with the, the Rockets. I forget so. who they, who they, they Rockets, playing the Rockets tonight. Who technically are behind the jazz in the standings. But, but statistically, it's, it's not very far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like half a game now. I, I haven't even looked today. But sorry, Chris. Uh, thanks for depressing us there. But hey, appreciate it. <laughs> you know how to bring hey, us all the, down. <laughs> talking about the manual cross treks. Yeah. Are they going to? Jeff mentioned they're going to put the larger motor in that next year. That's the rumor. I haven't seen anything official yet. It wouldn't surprise me though. You know if they're going to? You know if they'll mate the manual to that? I believe they still will, but don't. Uh, that's just. I don't think they'll make a lot of them, but I think they'll still have it. Yeah, one of those have a fifteen Tacoma that was held that four years years ago. So to find one, so oh, there it's, is a it's place tough. for them. I think you know before you got to eyesight and everything else, that was the the way it connected with your driving was by driving a manual. Yeah, and that's True. the most common yeah. thing people say they want to control <laughs> their driving. That's why they want a manual. And don't yeah they think they're better than the the computer. No, it's just but <laughs> I I I, th- I think there's some truth to that because you have to pay attention all the time. You know, you, you're running gas brake clutch shifting. No room for a cell phone. No room for a pizza. Oh, there's room for everything. <laughs> I dating back when I was in high school I had a 3 on the tree. Now that's how old I am. Wow. I could drive that 3 on the tree with my arm around my girlfriend and, and shift. So, I'm sure her parents appreciated that. It was their car. <laughs> I had well, a 1972, no, Saab, 1972 Saab 95 yep. model station wagon with a four on the column. Yep. That would be, oh, that's, man. 
Yeah, people wouldn't know what to do with that nowadays. <laughs> It'd be a museum piece. Yeah, that's all. That's all. In there, scratch yeah. their heads. Yep. How do sure. I, right, I appreciate go. you guys. You do a great job. Uh, no, thank you. Last thing would be let's get Tom in so we can hear how he's doing. Yep. yep. Uh, the latest I heard about Tom is he's doing all right. Yep. He's obviously uh, he he he's up there and he's dealing with some stuff, but. He's at least finding some peace yes. in his current situation. And all the best to yep. our, our guy him. Tom and uh, Utah by Five. Trust him. Yep, he's still for around. Sure. I see him Definitely. post on Facebook. So. Yep, for sure. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Appreciate <laughs> Thanks it. Thanks so much. Chris calling all the way in from Reno. Wow. Listening to us. Uh, Thanks to the beautiful uh, web. Yes. Thanks to Al Gore. Chris calling in of from Reno. Of course it was Al Gore. <laughs> uh, tell me one more time who we got here. Mark, Mark. is on the phone. <laughs> hey, Mark. Do, Mark. Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? Great. Wonderful. My favorite muscle car from right. my uncle in the late 60s was a school teacher fresh out of college. Uh-huh. And he lived in a small town, had a small house, and he had and owned and displayed seven C2, C3 series Corvettes. Oh, wow. Seven right of them? Seven of the, them. Right, right next door to the, 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 the Lutheran Church. And the story was that he always had one one car for each day of the week, so never wore them out. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you ever get a chance to be around them? I I was about seven when he had to sell them, oh. so I got to sit in the seats and pretend like I was driving. And oh my god, I still remember that. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, there were. Neat cars. I'm remembering it as though I was you. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Those C3s. Each one was a different color, and oh my wow. God, was that fun to be five and six years old? Oh yeah, and pretending like I was driving those cars. That's what a car <laughs> is supposed to look like, Roger. That's what we. That's what it's yeah. supposed to be. That's a power. It's not a Corvair that you know wants to say it's a power car. I mean that that was a power. Oh, come car. on, the Corvair. Corvair was unique. The Corvair. It was unique. It was very unique. <laughs> but it was not a C3. No, it was oh. not. No, Mark, no. I'm so jealous of you. Yep. I am so jealous hey, of you. Thanks, guys, for thanks. sending me down memory lane. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Have oh, a great day. Uh, my, my answer uh, is probably a, a 66 Corvette Stingray. Mm-hmm. That's my probably favorite. my answer. My favorite. And I had an opportunity while I was on my mission in Huntington Beach, California, to get in one. Yep. And technically, you know, you're not supposed to be you're a part. You're not supposed to do that. But, uh, hey. <laughs> Some rules are meant to be Many broken at times. Yeah, do. <laughs> I got to be in a Corvette Stingray. Oh, I'd did break you get any to go rule. for a drive? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you yeah. Get, did but you get to drive it? No, 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 no. The driver and then me. Yeah. And left my companion back as we went and took oh, this. She just tied, tried to tie the string around his neck and flown him behind <laughs> you. Then How we, do you like that? Then we went back and switched. <laughs> but oh, such that that that's that's got some power and some muscle and some rumble and some just. Nostalgia. You just feel alive. Yep. In in, in a Corvette. I had a neighbor uh, out in Sandy who was a dentist, I think, and in his barn in his backyard was a one of the first Corvettes, and just rotting. Really? Just rotting Come away, on. and he had it since it was brand new. I'm going to restore it sometime. No, <laughs> you're not. Get no. it to someone who will. Sell it to me. Sell it to me. Right. <laughs> Someone who will do the right thing. So I guess thing I like muscle cars more than I told you. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I see the stars in your eyes oh, yeah. here. No, there's, cer- there's certain cars that would be fun to have. Well, let's take uh, our second break. Uh, start hour two coming up next of Utah Car Sense 855 340 Zone. What's your favorite muscle car and why? 
going to be hard to top the C3 story there from Amen Mark. To that. Uh, also, we got to talk to what they're doing in Europe. We talked about uh, 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 people needing to take mass transit and, and cleaner yep. transportation more. There needs to be better incentive to do so. And Europe might be on to something here. Oh, that'll be interesting talk to hear. Talk about it, see if it would work here next on Utah Car Sense.